Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. It was a number of years ago that I was reading Time magazine. A small article in the religious section was entitled Bible Promises. And in that particular article, which was no more than two paragraphs long, as I recall, someone had gone to the trouble of numbering, counting all of the promises in the Bible. He came up with a figure that seemed staggering. There are 7,474 promises in the Bible. Now, I haven't stopped to check that figure, and I doubt that I ever will, but I've never seen anyone that's disputed it. I've never seen another figure that would counteract that one. So let's assume that it's true. Almost 7,500 promises in the Bible. Are they all for you and me to claim? Uh, you remember, if you're of the other generation, singing a little chorus that said, Every promise in the book is mine. Maybe you remember it, or you will recall those words anyway. I'm afraid that is a great overstatement of the case. There may be 7,400 and more promises in the Bible, but I am standing before you tonight to warn you against claiming every one for your life. That is, as a matter of fact, a rather dangerous practice. It may be a surprise to some of you, but there are many people who interpret their Bible like that. And they would claim across the board that all of the promises in the Bible are for me, for you to claim. That is not true. Let me give you a couple of three guidelines. You need to determine the kinds of promises in the Bible. You need to determine whether the Bible promise is a personal or universal one. If it's of the former, then stay away from it. If it's of the latter, claim it. Mark chapter 16 talks about this verse. You may pick up serpents, and if, they, and if you drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt you. That's a promise. As a matter of fact, there was a group of people in Tennessee who claimed that personal promise to the disciples. The newspaper report entitled the article, Two Preachers Die in a Test of Faith. And I quote, Two preachers who had survived the bites of poisonous snakes tested their faith with strychnine and died a few hours after drinking the poison. Coke County officers of Tennessee said the copperheads and the rattlesnakes were handled at the religious service on that Saturday night. After the snakes had been handled, Mr. Williams and Mr. Pack drank strychnine as a further test of their faith based on a passage in Mark chapter 16, which they called a promise that they would claim. Both died shortly thereafter. It's dangerous to claim a promise out of its context and away from its original meaning. If it is a personal promise, 
to a unique situation, stay away from it. That promise is not for you and me. If it is a universal promise, then it is. God's Word contains a storehouse of promises. Here are just a few. I will lead you. I hear your prayers. I work all things together. I will save you from your sins. These promises and many more are in the Bible, and you can trust God to keep His promises. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet.